0: Long ago, I would just complain about, oh, this costs so much or why does this need to happen when all I really had to do was change my thinking, figure out a way to prevent this from happening. So, for example, when it comes to the grocery store, create a strategy. It's that simple. Hi, everyone. This is Dan Roman, your money and financial coach. And thank you once again for tuning in to the Dan Roman Podcast. Today is September the 4th, 2020. And we are, well, I will be bringing you some more budgeting tips, right? The entire month of September, I'm putting all of my time, my focus, my energy, my content creation, my communication around budgeting because I can't just gradually from a macro point of view just say yeah here's here's what you do with a budget or here's how to do a budget i want to give you budgeting tips that will affect all of us week to week day to day month to month okay and t- today september the 4th i want to kind of piggyback off what we did yesterday on september the 3rd yesterday we spoke about the fact that we are literally eating away our money through dining out. Today, I want to focus in on the grocery store, okay? So I mentioned yesterday on the podcast that you can save a lot of money by grocery shopping, but let's approach how. Some of the techniques that I've done that I've coached other people to do is Obviously, yeah, the the, the the easy thing is to grocery shop more. But what do you do at the grocery store from a strategy perspective so that you can save money? The first thing you, I suggest you do because I've tried it and it works and it's worked for the people that I've coached and talked to is meal plan. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Have a set meal schedule. You can have alterations so you don't get boring. But when you meal plan, when you go grocery store to the grocery store and you and you do your shopping... You're strictly going to shop off of the meal plan. So your shopping list will be rather short or shorter than if you went with no plan at all. There's a reason why the grocery stores are set up strategically. There's a reason why the milk and the bread are in certain parts of the store, because the the grocery stores want you to navigate the entire store to grab your essentials. Along the way, you're going to make impulse pickups and impulse buys. There's a reason why there's chips on end caps. And Little Debbie's Donuts and Twinkies on the end caps, literally in front of the milk and the egg section. It's egg section. Why? It's an impulse buy. Right. They want you to grab these things on impulse. So meal planning will prevent the impulse buys because when you meal plan, you are going to shop off of the list that you've created for your meal planning. So, it took me some time to figure this out, but every breakfast, my breakfast seven days a week, is a parfait. So, I grab my non fat organic yogurt, I grab some granola, blueberries, and blackberries. That's what I love to put into my parfait. That's what I have every single morning. The tub of yogurt costs about five bucks. Um, blackberries and, um, is about three to four bucks. Blueberries, uh, anywhere from two to four bucks as well. Um, the granola, um the bag is probably $250 to $3. And that would last me probably two weeks, give or take on consumption. Sometimes I grab a handful of granola on the way out the door as a snack. It really just depends. But that's my breakfast. My lunch and dinner, there's variations of it that I just kind of alternate. I stopped eating meat about two years ago. So for lunch, I generally have a salad and avocado toast. For dinner, I have some quinoa, some um, beans, um, a side salad, some avocado. It really just depends. I generally have a bigger lunch and a slightly smaller dinner. Um, Somewhere in between lunch and dinner, I have some nuts, some almonds, and some walnuts, I have um, a sliced apple with a little bit of peanut butter. That's generally what I eat on a day on a daily basis to keep things simple, to keep the cost relatively the same. Like I know what a tub of yogurt will cost me. You know what I'm saying? So that's one way that you can structurally and strategically cut down on the groceries is to have a meal plan. Because then when you create your list of what to buy, you know what you're buying. The second thing I would advise is making a list because when you have a plan, you can stick to it. Do not buy anything outside of that plan because you're buying off of the meal plan or you're buying for a particular recipe. So the great thing about a list is it creates structure that you can stick to, carry a pen, write it down on your phone, delete it as you go, but cross or delete the item that you already have in the basket. Okay, this way you don't shop away from that. The third thing I want to say is having the cash envelope system. Previously, last season, I, cre- I I talked about the envelope system and how it can be effective. What this is, is you carry an envelope with cash every time you go to the grocery store. This can be your budget for half of the month or for the full month. So let's say that your budget for the month for groceries is $300. You're going to carry $300 in- inside of this envelope that's written and marked for groceries, only groceries. The perfect thing about the envelope system to help you cut down on your grocery costs is that you can't overspend because you're leaving your wallet at home or in the car. You're only bringing in the cash in the envelope. And once you hit $299.99 or $300, dollars you're done for the month for groceries. So it allows you to plan a little better to consume and use your products, what what your groceries, what you're buying at a better rate. And you create a very strict structure to prevent overspending on your groceries. OK, the average American family of four. So we're talking about two kids and um, two partners. Could be husband and wife, husband and husband, wife or wife, they're probably spending anywhere from seven to nine hundred dollars in groceries a month. That may sound ridiculous, but there's some stats to back this up. That is a lot of money. So when you go through the grocery store, having a meal plan, having a list, and using the envelope system will dramatically reduce the cost for you and your family. Because let's face it, I like Oreos. I like bread. Sometimes I like chips. But those things, A, they're not always great. First of all, they're not great for you. (laughs) You know what I mean? But also it will drive the cost of your basket, of your grocery bill up. So having these structures in place will help. The other thing that I'll leave you with today on top of the tips that I have already spoken about is buying generic. You'd be surprised how much money you can save when you buy generic. This will require some trial and some error. Let's face it, some generic brands suck. They lack the quality, the texture, or the flavor that we're looking for. But there are a lot of other generic brands of things that we buy that you can save a lot of money on. So keep in mind that when you buy generic, you're saving a lot of money. When you do not buy generic, you're paying for the brand name, the marketing, the labeling, the fact that they paid... X million of millions of dollars to their executives. All of these things, all of these price points are fixed for a reason. They're 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 created for a reason. And there's a lot of things in your grocery cart that you can buy generic. So keep in mind that that can save you a lot of money. Let's recap. To save and cut down on the grocery bill, the first thing that I mentioned was meal planning. Meal planning creates structure because you know what you're going to eat. You know when you're going to eat it. It makes things easy and predictable. I like that. The second thing was having a grocery list. This is legit your game plan as you're walking in. This is your play sheet. You cannot deviate from it. Everything on that list gets purchased. Nothing that is not anything not on that list does not get purchased. The third thing, which is something that has really made the most impact for me and for us in our home, is the cash envelope system. The cash in the envelope is strictly for groceries. Once we're out of cash, we do not make any grocery store visits until the beginning of a new month or until found money. Let's say I find 20 bucks in the parking lot and no one's standing around claiming it. I will put it in my pocket and then I will carry on and see where in my budget I can use the 20 bucks. If everything else in the budget looks great and the grocery budget has already been used up, I might use those extra 20 bucks for groceries. But that's just a, a weird example that I'm throwing out. The envelope system creates a lot of structure and discipline. And then the last thing that I mentioned was buying generic. You can save a lot of money when you buy generic. Trial and error is necessary because some generic products suck. They don't make that recipe stand out. They don't give you the quality or the texture that you really prefer, especially if we're meal planning. If you're going to be eating relatively the same things every day the way that I do to simplify my life and to make costs reasonable, then buying generic may not always be the case. But keep an open mind, keep an open palate and try it out. Well, that's it for September the 4th. I'm out. Today we spoke about strategic ways to cut down on your grocery store bill. I hope that you found it helpful. If you found this valuable, informational, or resourceful in any way, please share this with someone that's close to you or anyone you know. Share this on all your social platforms so that the people you're connected to, we can all become connected as one. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. You name it. Share this to a text to someone, you know, anyone that you think can use this and can benefit from this at, in any way. If I have helped you in any way if anything that I've ever created or shared has made you think differently or change anything in your lives, I strongly urge you to share this with someone so that I could have that same effect on them also keep in mind that in the show notes of this podcast episode you'll find our website dot com, our email address if you have any questions or if you want to provide some information so that we could talk about it financial difference at danromansolutions.com you'll find all the links to our socials platforms twitter instagram and facebook you'll also find a link to book an appointment if you want to have a free consultation to talk about your financial health and where you want to go. If you want counseling, let's say you're lost with money and you don't know what to do. Or if you actually want to book a coaching session so that we can get you out of the position you're in and into one of your goals, we can do that. There's a link there to book an appointment real time. You can see the times that are available. And lastly, if you want to speak in one of our podcast episodes, there's a link to leave a voice note. You can ask a question and I will answer it. Who knows? It may even be the next time you hear us or hear me, one of you might be featured in our podcast episodes. Don't forget to rate, comment and subscribe to this podcast. This way, you know, anytime a new episode is up. And also when you rate um, and comment, I am able to directly see what you think of the information that I'm giving you. Today is September the 4th. I will see and talk to you all tomorrow, September the 5th. Peace and God bless. Thank you.